This is Coffee with Kerry. Each week we meet amazing people who are going to be challenged to step from behind their profession for a game show and interview whilst having lots of fun. If you're looking to inject more fun into your world, join us here every week. It's time to get on with the show. Welcome back. It's great to be here for another episode of Coffee with Kerry. As you may already know, it's a game show. We have a lot of fun and I'm super excited for today's show because we have Shannon Andreas enjoying joining us for today's podcast. And Shannon is from the podcast that is called You Got This, The Journey. So Shannon has been so wonderful to come onto the show and go through the rounds with us. Welcome aboard, Shannon. It's great to have you here. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. Just the dance party was like the most fun I've ever had on a podcast. So I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) Oh, that's just the beginning, Shannon. I hope you're strapped in. I can see you sitting down. So we're going to step through all the rounds together. Are you ready? I guess so. (laughs) Excellent. Let's get going. All right. Round one is today. We are going to present our mugs. Now, Shannon, you needed to bring your mug to today's show. So would you mind showing those that are watching this, would you mind showing your mug? Oh, my God. I love my asshole cat. Oh, that is just brilliant. Oh, my God. That, that is sensational. Shannon, is there a story behind this mug or was this the one that you grabbed off the shelf that was closest to you? So I have two cats, Tyrion and Arya. I named them after Game of Thrones because me and my boyfriend just love that show. And Arya is the sweetest thing in the world, but Tyrion, he can be a little nightmare. Like this morning at 7 a.m., I'm about to get up. I'm waiting for the alarm to go off, and he just jumps off of my back onto the dresser. I was like, ow, okay, I'll get up. So so that's him. <laughs> that's who the mug is about. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. And you've got two. Like, you're pretty brave having two cats. You know, one's normally can be quite a handful, but to have two as well. And they, they're opposites, like one's more active than the other. Yeah, so Aria is super, super sweet. She wants to cuddle, but she also doesn't want to be bothered. Like, she has her own thing. And Tyrion just screams at you, like, meow. He's constantly yelling. He's constantly following you around. They're total opposites. And then I also have to mention I have a puppy. So it's it's a crazy house here. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fantastic. We have two cats and a dog as well. And my mug of today, if you would like to see it, I will hold this one up. And I don't know if that actually helps. It says, same shit, different day with the little puppy on it. We don't have one of these dogs. Our dog is very different, but I love this mug. A, the size of it, like it's actually quite a large mug, but also same shit, different day. Pretty, pretty good, pretty good mug. This one's probably, I would say, the equivalent of four standard coffees thereabouts. So, yeah, it's a good size. I'll be filling that up tomorrow morning for sure. (laughs) Awesome. Shannon, can we do a cheers to the camera with our mugs? Yes, of course. Let me hear it. Ready? Cheers. (laughs) Cheers. (laughs) Awesome. Shannon, we are going to move into the next round. Okay, round two is five fun facts about Shannon. Are you ready for this? 
I, yeah, let's do it. Okay, <laughs> so I just great. All five? You get to pick five numbers off the board behind me. There are numbers 1 to 20. And you can pick five numbers. Can you see it? Is it coming through okay? Mm-hmm. Good. All so right. You, you can pick your five numbers. I'll just roll over there and grab them, and then we'll go through them. I'm going to do one, five, eight, 16. Five, eight, 16. Okay, I have one more. And 15. Okay, so this is where Kerry needs to confess that we've had a technical difficulty on the board today. So the first number you picked was number one. I've turned around to the board and I've got three twos. <laughs> Oops. Well, the, oh the first number two, I guess. The first yeah. number two? Good, good. <laughs> and what was the next one, Shannon? Five. Yep. Sixteen. Yep. 14, 18. I think that's what I did. Oh, good. The other numbers were there at least. Sorry about that. I will have <laughs> to speak to someone about the board. Something's gone terribly wrong. And I do need to point out your colour selection. You have chosen, there's three oranges in there, a purple and a yellow. Mm. Mm. You were just picking by numbers, right? I was, and my favorite color is blue, so I'm just shocked that oh. I didn't pick a blue in there. <laughs> oh, you didn't get any blues. Oh, sorry about that. Oh, again, I'll speak to the team about that one. All right, so we are going to pretend that this is question number one that you have selected. Shannon, I would love to know, what's your favorite movie or TV show? Ooh, okay. My favorite TV show of all time is The Sopranos. That is my favorite, favorite show ever by mm -hmm. far. Favorite movie, that's such a hard one because it's like, you know, I have my romantic ones, drama, action. I mean, I love the Marvel movies. Like, I love the Avengers and I love all the superhero movies. But I think my all-time favorite movie is 16 Candles. Oh, I don't even know that one. Is that good? Oh, it's so good. Have you ever seen Breakfast Club? Yep, yep. Okay, Molly Ringwald. It's with her. Oh, right. And I'm going to take a moment to write this down. 16 candles. Mm-hmm. All right, I need to look that up. I need to get across this. And if it's anything remotely resembling the Breakfast Club, I'm in. I'm there. So <laughs> awesome. Fantastic. The next question you have selected. Oh, and I forgot to tell you, by the way, if these questions are too hard or too weird or anything like that, it's on you because you chose the numbers. That's the purpose of the board. You got that. <laughs> you, you already got that. <laughs> so question number five, Shannon, is what has been the most daring thing you have ever done? I think it was this recent trip that I just did last week where I went to Arizona to see the Grand Canyon and I did a helicopter tour because I'm terrified of heights and I hate flying. Those are two things that are like my biggest fears. So I had to push past both of those to get to see like the coolest view ever of the Grand Canyon. So I'm going to say the helicopter tour. Oh, that's incredible. And it was just like last week as well. That's fantastic. So Shannon, um, how did you get past this? Because I have both of those fears as well. So I'm dying to know what what's the magic to get through that? You know, I think that 
for me with so many things in life, I just have a rip off the band aid mentality where I'm like, you just have to do it because otherwise I'll never get to see this, you know, once in a lifetime experience that probably a lot of people I know will never, ever get to see. So I just, just got in there and I just thought of the, the end result, you know, seeing the Grand Canyon from there. I do have to say it is not good for anybody who gets motion sickness because the second I got off, I ran to the bathroom and got sick. Oh, <laughs> but no. It was so worth it. So it's so worth like every fear and every obstacle because that view and just the experience makes it all worth it. Highly recommended for others then. Yes. Yep. Awesome. Love it. <laughs> I don't think I could do it if I'm honest. I'd, I'd probably chicken out at the last minute, like <laughs> walking over to the helicopter. I'd be like, oh, I think someone's calling. i got to go now. Like I would come mm-hmm. up with all the excuses because I, I just don't think I'm quite that brave to, to get through that. I have done laps in lobbies of buildings that have like 40 floors when you've got to go up in the elevator. I've, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. It yeah. is crazy. <laughs> All right, moving on to the next question, number 16, that you have chosen. Well, it was actually 14 that was next. We'll come back to that. So question number 16 is, ooh, if you had a superpower, what would it be? Okay, so this is going to sound weird, but if I could fly, that would be my superpower because I don't like flying and having someone else being in control and me saying they're helpless. But if I could control my flight and I could be flying everywhere, I think I'd be good with it. And mm-hmm. I love all the dreams I have where I'm flying. I don't know if you've ever had those dreams, but yeah, so cool. Coolest. Oh, wow. That's that's fantastic. It is very, very um, odd <laughs> because you're, you know, because of the fear space. But I, I get what you mean. Like being in control, being the the driver in that in that circumstance. I often wonder, actually, should I have been a pilot? Because when you sit in the plane and you can't see where you're going, it's like I just need to be up the front. I need to see what's going on and where we're headed. And is there another plane coming? Do we need to avoid a mountain? You know, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, mm-hmm. I, I agree. I agree with that one. <laughs> awesome. Question number. Fourteen. Now that I've got that back in track, ooh, favorite toy as a child? Huh? Oh my gosh! I this is hard. Now, Try Shannon, to... would you like some thinking music? <laughs> sure, sure, <Okay>. Carrie. <laughs> in case anyone ever wonders, Carrie loves the thinking music. <laughs> I think I got it. Oh, good timing. Oh, perfect. <laughs> but it's kind of lame. Like I just used to love playing with my Barbies in their Barbie dream house. I mean, I went to school for musical theater and I always loved like putting on shows and being different characters. And so I think like when I was a little kid, I loved just creating these different stories and, and playing with them every day. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, Shannon, honestly. I I had Barbies as a kid. I confess the first thing I did was cut their hair and tattoo them, I think, from memory with a black (laughs) texture or something, something really strange like that. But, yeah, no, that's a good one. That's a good one. Did you have a whole collection or was it just a few of your favorites? Expand on this for us. 
I had, there were actually a couple of different ones. Like I had the Polly Pockets, which were like the super, super tiny ones. Mm. And then the Barbies, which were a little bigger. And then the American Girl Dolls, which were a lot bigger. So it was like small, medium, and large, I guess. But I always played with the Barbies. I had their dream house. I had the car. I think I had like even like the the plane at one point. I don't know. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> the whole collection. I love it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. Okay, this is the last question off the board and then you're out of the hot seat and this is question number 18. Ooh, do you have a hidden talent? Something that none of us know, as in you, me, and, well, we don't know who's listening, but, yeah, do you have a hidden talent? <laughs> um, do I? I don't think I do. Now, like, I'm like, what What can I do that nobody else can do, maybe? Um, I'm, I'm going to bring up something from your Instagram where you look at your hair, like your hair and those wonderful curls. I think that's your, that could be your hidden talent, perhaps. That's amazing. Maybe. Thank you. Thank you. It's funny, though, because until this past year, I always straightened it and put, a, you know, flat iron to it and everything. I hated my curls. So this is such a new venture with these curls that I'm doing so we'll see but thank you mm. I, I think that's definitely a hidden talent because I've tried it I even bought the same products <laughs> not just I'm back to the flat iron it's like no I don't quite have the length that you've got so I don't think it's quite ready to curl and um, yeah we'll just have to endure a little bit more of that growing experience stop getting the hairdresser to chop it before it hits my shoulders and, and see what I can do with it so yeah kudos to you and the curls I love it I think it's fantastic thank you <laughs> all right we are going to move into the next round but before we do I would like to give a shout out so today's shout out goes to John Piker also known as Johnny from Back of the Cereal Box podcast. Johnny was the star of episode seven and you can find the Back of the Cereal Box on YouTube and all the normal social media channel channels and I encourage everyone to go and check out Johnny on Back of the Cereal Box. It's an awesome show. Johnny's hilarious. Do you know Johnny, Shannon? No, I'm going to have to go listen to this one. Oh my God, Johnny's on Clubhouse and yeah, he's he's a bit of a rock star, but check it out. It's certainly worth it. So into the next round. All right, the next round is, oh, Shannon, I've got something interesting for you. I sometimes do Aussie word of the week and today I thought I'd take it to the next level. I have an Aussie food. So my first question to you is, do you guys have a product called, there's that light shining again, Milo? I don't think so. It doesn't okay. look familiar. Okay, so this is a quite a large tin of Milo. Over here, it's also known as chocolate dirt. And the reason it's called chocolate dirt, I'm going to give you a quick demonstration and hopefully not get it all over my keyboard and roadcaster. That is the purpose and hopefully I am successful. So it comes in a tin and I don't know if you can see that. I might just tilt down the camera temporarily. Sorry to anybody watching that's going to experience this, but the chocolate dirt comes out of the tin. Now, when I was a kid and growing up, Milo, it goes with milk, by the way. So I think it might be similar to Nesquik. Oh, yeah. You just yeah. stir it with milk, like chocolate milk? 
you're supposed to put it, yeah, it, it kind of turns into chocolate milk and you're supposed to put just, you know, a little bit with your milk. But as all Aussie kids growing up, we just kept on going. Like to the point, and I wish I could do this a little bit faster, where you just keep shoveling the Milo into your cup and I should have got a smaller cup because we could be here for a while and I am going to make a mess. I think I've dropped some already, but that's okay. Clean that up later. I think I'm going to stop about now. Let's pretend that this glass is a little bit shorter. So you would put a lot of Milo, like just pretend that that's right down, pretty much to the top. And then your parents would walk into the kitchen and say, where's the milk? <laughs> it's like you get the milk and you just kind of do a little slosh of milk and stir it up and turn it into this chocolate paste, basically. So you really just ate the Milo. But the other thing that I wanted to share about Milo that a lot of people don't know is it goes great with ice cream it is sensational like not as much as this maybe in a bowl of ice cream but you basically sprinkle it over and you can turn it into almost like a chocolate ice cream but it's still got a tiny little crunch to it so yeah chocolate dirt aka milo (laughs) maybe i'll try putting chocolate milk like the powder that we use on my ice cream and see if it's good. <laughs> oh, yes. Is that Nesquik or is it something else? Yeah, that's what I use, Nesquik. Yep. Highly I mean, I haven't had it since I was a kid, but. <laughs> Highly recommended. Give it a go. Let me know how you go with it because it's a staple here. Vanilla ice cream with a bit of Milo. Mm-mm-mm-mm. And then you eat it real, like you've got to kind of stir it in, like you've really got to mash it together. And then when you eat it, it's so yummy, you eat it really fast, you get the brain freeze, like the yeah. whole thing. And yesterday, I had some yesterday, like pretty late in the evening, and I'm eating it away. I didn't get the brain freeze. I actually got like a face freeze down one side of my cheek. It was like, oh, okay, I better ease up on <laughs> on the Milo and the, and the ice cream a little bit. Shannon, do you have a, a food or a, a word uh, from your neck of the woods that you wanted to share today? Yes. So my food, it's called a PEC. It's a pork roll egg and cheese. Have you ever heard of that? No. P-E-C. Pork, pork roll, roll egg, egg and cheese. Pork roll. Ooh. And egg. then if you want, you could throw SPK, salt, pepper, ketchup after it. <laughs> S-P-K, salt, pepper, ketchup. Okay. Okay. Pork roll, egg and cheese with SPK. So the P-E-C with the SPK. I'm loving this. I'm loving this. <laughs> I don't know if you caught recently, um, they opened the back channel on Clubhouse so you can do mm-hmm. those little messages and I was in a room and I said, you can BC me on CH or you can send me a DM on the IG. So <laughs> I love all those little acronyms that we can come up with. I like the salt, pepper and ketchup though. Oh, I'm definitely, I am writing this down as we're speaking because I hadn't thought of the SPK. Oh, Excellent. So, so is this a staple for you, Shannon? Is this your one of your go-to foods? Yes. So I'm from New Jersey and there's this huge debate in New Jersey. If you're from like North Jersey versus South Jersey versus Central, there's this big debate if it's pork roll or if it's Taylor ham. And people yes. have gone into fights over this, like all over the internet, all over social media. It's a huge, huge debate. 
and I'm just going to clear the air. It's pork roll. There's no question. It's called pork roll. <laughs> so this is a sandwich where like growing up, you'd always get this sandwich like before going to the beach. You'd always get in the morning with your families. Now that I'm older, it is the go-to hangover sandwich. Like when you're hungover, a pork roll, egg and cheese cures everything. <laughs> ah, now I get it. Now it makes sense. Now I do need to disclose that in, I think it was episode one with Chris and Amanda, Chris brought up, I think, a pork roll or a Taylor ham. It might have been the Taylor ham. But then Mike in episode number, oh man, I'm so bad. This is like, I'm, I should know these numbers off the top of my head so early in, in this podcast. But Mike was on episode number three maybe I think <laughs> and he was going to bring that up as well but we I have had these conversations about this pork roll Mike actually brought to the show instead something called a hoagie which <laughs> I had no idea what that was so that's that's coming back to the sandwich and and the roll and and all that kind of stuff so love it love it so pork roll egg and cheese mm-hmm. very good Good stuff, Shannon. Well done. Well done. I was a little bit in tune with this, but not the PEC with the SPK. I love that. So something different. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. We are going to move into the next round. Shannon, I've got something extra special for you. Oh, boy. Yeah, I hope you're ready for this one. We have, I hope you can see that, Survivor Challenge. Coffee with Kerry, Survivor Challenge. But this one's got a little bit of a different twist. Now, you haven't really fully tuned into the show, so this might all be a surprise to you, but I have changed up this segment especially for you. I would like you to picture being on a deserted island. You are stranded, you are alone, you're on this deserted island, but you get to choose two companions. Now, these two companions can be a celebrity. They could be um, mentioned from their character in a movie or a TV show. It could even be someone from a book. So you need to choose two companions in the celebrity status by name or character to be on this deserted island. Um, what was Tom Hanks's name in Castaway? <laughs> oh, my God. And... Ca- well, I always remember his friend Wilson. Yeah, that's the, what I was just thinking, Wilson. But I'm like, that's the volleyball or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I never remember what he what his actual name was. I always forget that it's just Tom Hanks and Wilson from Castaway. But I can tell you that he's previously engaged because I think he's nearly been mentioned on every episode of this podcast with Survivor Challenge. So really? he's or yeah, he's already on heaps of other islands. So I'm gonna I'm gonna push you to to dive deep and and think of another suggestion. But you've only got two, so. And there's, there's a reason for that. I'll get to that in a moment. Oh my gosh! What it's like? Who do you trust? Like I'm on an island. And I'm trying to survive. Like who would I want with me? Because like every movie and show and book I'm thinking of is like a romance novel or like a <laughs> so like these people wouldn't survive. <laughs> um, let me think. It I, is tough. Hmm. 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 I don't know. I don't know who I trust. I got to think. I like watching that show Alone and Naked and Afraid. Those are really Mm -hmm. good shows. Mm -hmm. So probably somebody who is a winner from there. Oh, no. You know who I would have? There's this guy. 
He's called, uh, I, I don't know his actual name, but he has a Netflix show. It's called Meat Eater. And he goes out into the woods. It's a full like hunting show and he cooks everything all natural. So he'd probably be a good person to have out there, I guess. Mm -hmm, <laughs> I'm going to trust mm -hmm. my gut and go with him. Oh, yep. and then also um, my second person would be one of the Duck Dynasty guys because they would provide entertainment, but they probably know what they w should be doing out there. <laughs> yep. Yep. Love it. Awesome. So you've got the meat eater and someone from Duck Dynasty. Sounding yeah, good. Yeah, probably should be more specific, but yeah. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a hard pass on that because I, I do know the meat eater and I have no idea what his name is, so I've just, yeah, I'm blank. Um, and Duck Dynasty, I've heard of it, but I haven't fully like tuned in, so I'll give you a pass on that as well because even if you did name them, I'd be like, okay, <laughs> I wouldn't have a clue, so <laughs> Good choices. It sounds pretty good. Now, I've got a bonus situation for you on this deserted island, and this one's going to be probably even harder than picking those two people. You have a magic ration box on the island. So think of lost, you know, strange things happened on this deserted island, and you get this magic ration box. You can choose one item of food that is always available to eat for every meal you know breakfast lunch dinner snack all that kind of stuff but it's only one item of food so this could be a meal your favorite meal so like a pizza or something I hear a lot out of the states is tacos anything you like that's a single item you could pick bananas you could pick apples you could pick anything that you want but it's only one item and remember you're going to eat it for breakfast lunch dinner and snacks what would you pick? Well, if it was a meal, it'd be a surf and turf. But if I had to choose just one, the surf or the turf, I would do a filet mignon, medium rare, every Ooh, day. Every day. Yeah. Ooh. But it's got to be, it can't just be like I have the filet mignon and I cook it. It's got to be like already made in butter, rosemary, garlic on the skillet, salt, mm -hmm. pepper, all that. Yep. That's exactly what you get delivered because it's a magic ration box. So you can have that just, oh, I don't know how you're going to go with this, Shannon, like having that one thing over and over and over every day, multiple times. You're sounding pretty confident. Because, okay, I really started to think about this when you asked because I imagine that there's going to be birds somewhere on the island. So if I could just find some sort of egg, I could have like steak and eggs for breakfast and then... Um, if there's like the water there, I could like go and get fish and make my own surf and turf. So like, as long as I have the meat, the protein, I think I yep. can find the rest. <laughs> okay. Okay. What if there was nothing else available on the island other than the ration box? Would you change your mind? Oh, probably not. Probably not. I think I keep it the same cause that would probably be the smartest to survive. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, Shannon, I think you've done well from your, your two celebrities, you know, the meat eater and the duck dynasty and the filet mignon. I, th I think you're doing pretty good. It, it sounds to me like you've survived. I think you've exceeded the challenge. Yeah, definitely. 100%. All right, Shannon, we are going to move into the next round. I have two more rounds up my sleeve. Now, I want to go back to something that you said earlier and I knew this 
from when you booked the podcast about going to college for musical theatre. I want to know a little bit more about this and and how you are now doing what you're doing when you did all of that stuff before. So would you mind sharing that that story? Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to try and keep it short because I could tend to go on and on and on about this. But my whole life, I was a dancer from three years old until I was in college. And while I was a dancer, I did like all the school plays. I went to musical theater camps in the area and I just loved to perform. It was so much fun. Um, and, and I did like every character I've played, like an old lady, I've played like, you know, a girl with OCD. I've played like the crazy country girl. I don't know. I've, I've done so many different characters and, um, I went to college for it. I was convinced that this was what I was going to do. And then at the end of our senior year, you go into New York city and you audition for all the major casting agencies. You get a workshop class on like how you should audition and present yourself and everything. And right after that, I literally went home to my parents' house, sat down on the floor of my mom's bedroom and just started hysterically, hysterically crying. I was like, what the heck was I thinking doing this? Like, I I just had this full moment of like, I, I cannot, like the amount of sacrifice that, that industry takes, the amount of hard work it takes, like I simply do not love it that much. Like I've always loved it. It was a great hobby, but to love it enough to leave your family for like tours for a year and like be busting tables while you're waiting for that big gig to to hit just Mm -hmm. wasn't for me and I also had student loans staring me in the face where I was like this isn't gonna work so I actually after school I didn't give up on it completely I was a dance teacher and the um, director of the performing arts for the YMCA program but then even that I was working six days a week from like 8 a.m to 8 p.m it was just way way too much And I just crave that work-life balance. So, you know, it may sound boring, but the corporate world was really able to give me that and give me a lot more. I was able to like get more in less time and just have more time to do the hobbies. If I wanted to audition for a show or teach a class, I could always do that on the side. And then um, I think after being in corporate for so long, I started to miss that creative side of me. And after going through this journey that I've gone through with my mental health and everything, I've gotten back into... I don't want to say a performance, but more showing up for everybody, like through the podcast with the microphone and through videos with dancing and everything. So kind of just all came full circle. I found my way back to it in a way. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. Listen, that's a really good story. And I I wanted to know what had happened, you know, because we've all been on on a journey and we've all had those life experiences. And I was super curious as to how this all kind of, you know, went in that circle for you. I'm curious as well. So you say that you're working corporate now, what what does that look like? What what's your nine to five? Yeah, so I work for an insurance agency where we help brokers, you know, give their clients the best experience with their business. And so I do the technology piece of it. So I'm a technology consultant and I teach the brokers how to use the software that we're giving them and how they can securely submit their clients information, uh, quote the insurance carriers and, and manage their business all throughout the year. Oh, wow. That's super cool. That's That sounds like pretty specified as well. Like I, I wouldn't be able to walk in and pick that up. You'd have to teach me like 100%. So awesome stuff. And I love this work-life balance thing. And, and again, we'll tie this into the podcast because it's given you the opportunity to, to start your podcast and get that off the ground. And you are so active on social media as well. I love, I love watching all of your reels and everything that you're putting out on social media 
media. So I'm glad you've got the time to do that stuff as well. So I think you've got it all going on. You've got a, a pretty, you know, good kind of lifestyle balance. You've got work, you've got some play, you know, it's all kind of happening. Is there anything else happening that we don't know about? Anything else that you wanted to share? Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting because the podcast started fully as just a passion project. Like I'm just going to come out, I'm going to talk, hopefully connect with people, hopefully help people through this process. And then I had such a positive result from this of just meeting so many people, people coming to me with questions about their work life, their relationships. I mean, just so many people coming to me that was like, you know what, how can I become more ready and available to people where they're not just sending me a DM on Instagram? So I'm actually launching my own business with the podcast where I'm now a mindset coach so that I can take on clients, give them that more one-on-one -on -one attention and be there more consistently for them too. Yep. How do you find time for that, Shannon? Like you've got so much going on. You, you just got the balance right and now you've thrown in a business. What happened? <laughs> I know. You know what? It's like, I think I'm addicted to the hustle and bustle. Like I never, ever can just sit still. Like every time I think I'm comfortable or I've gotten something under my belt, I take on a new project. Like I'm also trying to become a certified nutritionist and personal trainer at the time. So it's like, in addition to starting a business, I'm taking on school and starting the podcast and also working nine to five. I just... I, I don't know. I, I really don't know how I do. I mean, Saturday and Sundays, I devote just to like me, my family and my boyfriend and, you know, just doing things for me. But during the week, before work, after work, I just find ways to balance it. Oh my God, your Monday to Friday must be jam-packed. Like it it's got to be chockers. <laughs> How do you find all the time? Like you are so active on social media and the podcast is super consistent and a, and a really good, like honestly, guys, tune in. It's fantastic. I love your podcast so much. But wow, like Monday to Friday must be manic for you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it is. But you know what? I think I'm, I'm very good at being strict with myself on when I start and when I shut off. So, you know, first thing in the morning, before I even get into whether it be studying or content creation or whatever it is, I make sure that I meditate, I do affirmations, I journal, I enjoy my coffee and just relax and then dive into the workday. And then kind of the same thing at night, like after work, I can go, go, go. But, you know, depending on how the day's been, I have a shutoff time of, okay, you're not going to go until you go to sleep. You have to stop to either read, watch TV or maybe try a new recipe you've been wanting to do. So, you know, throughout the week, I try to schedule it where like maybe yesterday after work, it was the podcast recording, but today after work, I'll work on my website tomorrow. Maybe I'll study, but I always, always know when I'm going to start and shut off because otherwise wow. I'll keep going until bedtime. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's <laughs> a trap. Absolutely. And I don't know with this pandemic and, you know, I mentioned prior to the show, like I'm a hundred percent remote now. I spend 15 plus hours in my office, you know, between yeah. recording two podcasts and, and working for clients. I live at my desk. Like it's just, it's a trap. And then the food gets delivered to my desk my husband will make make me a meal and it'll come and arrive in front of me and I'm like oh great now I can eat and work at the same time so then I can yeah jam some more stuff in there it's a trap it's a bad bad trap I do not recommend it to anyone and Kerry needs to change her ways a hundred percent I'll get there 
I'll get there. Awesome. Well, Shannon, for those that are listening, can you please direct us to your wonderful podcast? How do we find you? We need to tap into your world. Yeah. So right now you can find me on Instagram. It's at you got this underscore the journey. And on there, I post all about the podcast updates. I have a link in my bio where you can go to Spotify, Apple. It's on all the major podcast hosting sites, but make sure you're following the page because I'll also be releasing like once the website is live and other ways you can connect with me. So yeah, head over to my Instagram. Yay. Awesome. And I encourage that as well. Shannon's got fantastic content on Instagram. She's always turning up. There's always something new. I love the music. I love the engagement. So yeah, I highly recommend that as well. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you, Shannon, for coming onto the show. It's been a blast. And if you don't mind, I'd love to play us out. Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) Let's do it. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in to Coffee with Kerry. You can catch us weekly and I'd love to receive your rating or personal review. See you next week.